results aren't going your way. It's easy to kind of like get on each other. A difference in our style, but it wasn't a difference as to who we are or what our identity as a Keep team Keep up were. to date with the latest WSL action and the biggest interviews. Subscribe to the Koi Gig podcast stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Anthony Nash, former Cork Hurler, joins us now as part of the AirGrid timing sponsorship launch. AirGrid, Ireland's grid operator, is now in its seventh year as the official timing partner of the GA. Anthony, good morning to you. How are you getting on? Well, lads, how are you keeping? Yeah, good. Um, I, I'd be more happy to talk about golf, Odin hurling, if that's okay, if you want to continue that talk. <laughs> what are you playing off? One. All right. All right. A bad one. Yeah. Well, how the hell did you get the time to be a, a golfer off one when you were like, you know, married know, married to the GEA as you were? Yeah, when I was playing, I was off about six um, and I hardly ever played my handicap. But since I finished, I already got a few lessons and stuff and I've taken it a bit more serious. Um, but uh, yeah, I love it. I've always loved it. When I was young, my father got me into it. Like, so every time it was my break from my break from hurling was golf. Like, so just absolutely loved it and still do. It's certainly my favourite sport. So uh, when you started talking about your battle there, I was wondering how could I wangle my way into a four ball. Oh, there. no problems. I'd say you're uh, short off the tee, are you? That's my that's my prediction uh, here is that you don't hit the ball very far at all. <laughs> I, I hit it. I hit it far enough, but it can be far enough left and right as well. That's the issue. <laughs> and are you like a standard left hand on top, yeah. proper grip? No, I'm. I, I'm actually. I, I actually hurl golf the same way as I hurl. So I have my right hand on top, but I'm left sided. Um, so I actually have the hurley grip um, for the left hander. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I have the right hand on top of the golf club as well. So I actually have the proper golf. golf so you grip play there. you play golf left handed. Yeah, yeah. I would have turned myself inside out on the hurling field to get onto my left hand side. Like, so I was never going to chance uh, chance right. the right hand side. Yeah, and are you so. actually left handed? Uh, oh God, you're going to make me out to be a right weirdo here now. So I write my right, but if I was throwing, I'd throw up my left hand. So wow, um, proper yeah, ambidextrous. So yeah, she's like, it sounds good, but I don't know am I any good at either one of them. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, as I said, like just it, it fits in perfectly for golf. And uh, did, absolutely love it. Did your coach try and knock the hurling grip out of you, or did he say to, to you? No, no, no. Like it's actually perfect. For, it's it's right. a golf grip for a left sider. Yeah, it's actually the oh, perfect sorry. grip okay. for golf. Yeah. So um, uh, if I was right sided, yeah, I'd have a cack ended. Um, but yeah, absolutely spot on. So I'm wondering, was I a golfer playing hurling uh, instead of the other way around? So, oh man! Um, and if you could go back to yourself as a 16 year old, would you be like, give up oh, that out hurling? We're going we're golf, going. making money. Golf, golf, golf. I don't think I've ever met. I'm good friends with I'm good buddies with John Murphy from Kinsale and. Like I play golf and I played it in one day and I said, you're playing golf. I don't know what the hell I'm playing. Like, you know, he's just like the, the level of amateur golf even is is scary. So and I, I'd be country miles off that. Um, so it's 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 frightening what the young fellas can do nowadays with golf. So I, I don't if I, I think if I tried golf, I wouldn't have made it at that either. So I think I made the right decision. What's your club? Your golf club? Uh, Lee Valley. It was always Cantork, but I'm uh, Lee Valley. No, Lee Valley in Cork. So um, absolutely yeah, love it up there. Great crack up there as well. Very good. Well, we'd be happy to continue this, but we do have. Yes. To, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we do to have hurl. to bring up the hurling. So, um, what, yeah. what, what, what is the story in Cork at the moment? So, like I was saying there, I was doing something there last week, and I was saying it's very reminiscent of our 2016 year where we lost to Wexford um, in Turles, and Wexford were coming. You no, know, like Liam Dunn was over the team, and it was before Davy went in, so they were always strong, but they weren't at the top table at the time, and we felt, I suppose, that we had a chance after like winning, you know, like 13, 14, and we were doing okay. Like, but 16, it just, everything just capitulated. Everything we tried to do went wrong. Um, and it just felt wrong throughout the whole year. And you were trying to convince yourself that you had a chance. You know, you always had a chance, but like looking back on it, we never did. And it just seems to be the same. Um, seems to be the same at the moment, whatever. It's either the, 
the game plan just isn't working or just the whole mood in the camp isn't good, but it's just, it just doesn't seem to be right at the moment anyway, Dunder. And how do you fix something like that? Like, like I, I was saying, like, like try and making things exciting again. And I, I would change the team around a little bit. No, you can't throw the baby over the batwater, right? You can't change the game plan completely. But even a movement of one or two players just to make it exciting. Like, like for on, on Sunday against Waterford, I would put Patrick Horgan at centre forward, um, just to change things up. And like, you know, I know a lot of teams. I know Cork are the same. Like, they're measuring off GPSs and you know uh, kilometers ran and all this stuff. Like, but like, I, I don't understand why we can't try something different. Um, he plays centre forward for Glen Rovers, and even a little change like that. And make Ty to work and think about, you know, sitting off him so much and um, and plus the game plan they're playing, he's not getting that much ball inside in the full forward line anyway. They seem to be working the ball out to midfield, trying to get the perfect delivery and it's delayed in at that stage. So even a little change like that, I think, might just, you know, it's something that just needs to change. You can't change the whole thing, obviously, but just a little tweak, maybe just to make it a little bit more exciting again. The level of criticism has been fierce and sustained and I think... Cork hurlers are kind of one of those premium brands that is always prone to overreaction either side and things are going great they're the greatest team of all time but when things are going yeah. in any way bad they are literally the worst team that you've ever seen they're not trying to leg everything is wrong the management is wrong the strength and conditioning is wrong the attitude of the players is wrong they don't want to play for Cork everything is being levelled at them at the moment like you've recently been associated with this group of players you know them intimately mm-hmm. is there any truth in any of that? So, like, uh, it's funny, like, when Cork win their first league game, you see up on Twitter, fellas, books the tickets for the Burlington, the night nice dollar in the final, do you know what I mean? Like, so Cork supporters, they're funny, like, you know, they get they, they, they follow us to the end, like, they're brilliant. Um, and I think you actually summed it up to perfection, like, there's no, seems to be no middle ground with us, we're either terrible or brilliant. Uh, I Look, I, I find it very hard after coming out, and I do a bit of media work and stuff like that, and I find it very hard to kind of criticise a player because I know the effort that goes in. Um, like I can guarantee you the effort is going in in training. I can guarantee you that they're going out and they're trying their level best. And just sometimes a year happens whereby, like again, it's not that I'm a suit or you know pinning it on a game plan, but maybe the game plan just isn't, you know, uh, suiting the opposition they're playing. Like they're trying to run the ball out against Limerick and Waterford, and it's just when they bring an intensity against you you know, it's probably not the best way to do it. And in Tipperary on Sunday showed that when you kind of try and move the ball away from the tackle point, you know, that's the way to beat these teams if you can, you know, and they obviously couldn't sustain it for 70. But like the players, I'm telling you now, like I know they're, as you said, they're probably being told that they're soft, that they don't work and all this. It's it's not true. It's not true. Like they're giving five nights of their week up to, to train and play for Cork. Um, and, you know, maybe it's just not good enough this year. I don't know. It, like, it's not all over. You know, it's not an you know, impossibility to go down to Waterford and win. It's probably an improbability, like, because when you look at it, you, you have to look at their last three games. Limerick in, in the, or sorry, Waterford in the league final, Limerick in the championship, the Clare championship, the intensity, I suppose, or the, you know, the, the game plan didn't fit at the right time. So, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'd hope that they get a kick. Like, and I think the temporary performance against Limerick for an outside person like myself looking in would give Cork hope of, you know, putting in that one last shift to hopefully get over the line and keep themselves in the championship. Well, it, it's another, it's not an all Ireland final because there's no medal at the end of it, but it's like a season-defining end of season. It's, it's more than a season-defining game. I think it's a career-defining game for a lot of people. I Like, you know, down in Cork, they're talking about the management being gone already. They're talking about certain players being gone already and all this stuff. Like, it, it is a career-defining game for me, for a lot of a lot of those players in management. Um <clears throat> because to think about it, like being in May and being out of the championship, I know it's the way the championship has gone and it's the way the format is, but it'll be a very long year for, for Cork and having to go down to Tipperary and the dead rubber will be just brutal altogether. So so what happens then if they lose, if it's a career-defining game? It, will, will there be a big turnover of players then I, in the off-season? 
Um, like it depends. Like the big thing is what the county board will do. Like there was talks of the management being offered an extra year um, during the league campaign. Now whether that is still there or not, I don't know. Um, like see, like you hear, you, you know yourselves as the rumours. And as you said a while ago, there the rumour mill about you know Cork being brutal and players doing this, and that's ripe at the moment in Cork. And I, I do feel sorry. And the one thing I feel sorry about is players' families. Like and that's why I always find it very hard to criticise individuals um, because it's not them getting hurt. Because as players, we like we use and read papers or listen into stuff, um, but their family do. So like the, the big thing here is what the county board decide to do. Like are they going to extend the management for that one year? And if that is the case, then you know a lot of players might turn over. But if a new manager comes in, you're at the. It's like you're talking soccer there a while ago. Like a new manager comes into a club. Like you don't know what he's going to do with his squad, and it's the same. It's the same in hurling. Um, so I think if they lose to Waterford, I think there's going to be a big sit down. Uh, I think they'll have to be looking at stuff, with, whether it's the management going or whether a change of it, or you know, as in adding to it or whatever. Like they, their two new coaches are just in, like Noel Farlong and Pat Mulcahy. So you know, I suppose they'd find it very hard to not give them a second year. But uh, again, look, it's 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 the county board's decision to make. So, um, but it wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that did happen. Like it's interesting, like that the questions automatically go a bit higher than the team as well, given that they've been in the under twenty finals eighteen nineteen, and then one of the following two years after that, that there is questions about how is this young crop of players being taken to the next level in terms of fitness and strength and conditioning. Is your sense that those elements are being looked after well enough, or is there still a bit of work to be done in, in those areas? So, so when I came out, like I still have uh, very good friendships with the players. So, like when I'm doing stuff like this, or I'm doing other stuff for media. I, I tend to stay away from the players talking about hurling like that because I don't want them to feel like that I'm taking stories that they're they might be saying to me or asking me for advice and you know what I mean. So like from what I gather, like they have a very professional setup inside there. Like Stephen Casey's the SC coach is supposed to be brilliant, you know. So I'd say they are, but like what people have to understand, right, is that like under twenty hurling, like years ago under twenty one hurling was you know, you were twenty going on twenty one or whatever like that. A lot of these guys could have been eighteen playing, you know, under twenty hurling just out of under seventeen. So that crop of players probably aren't developed yet. And a lot of them like are typical park hurlers where, you know, they're like you know, I'm small. Like we're we're lovely hurlers and we just haven't bred a few, you know, uh Carol Hagerty's, I suppose, for the want of a better description yet. You know, like Mark Keane coming home from Australia was obviously a huge boost that he chose hurling and like this year he's probably bedded in so hopefully you know if, if next year goes again that he's hurling will improve and he'll be challenging for positions and stuff like that but um you know it, it's very difficult to speak from the outside um of what's going on inside uh but there's look like they could turn around on sunday and have a great win and as you said a while ago the cork support could be you know cock a hoop again and off we go again but um i, I think I, I think that there is something that like again that reminds me so much of 16 like where like i did a, a shop opening a bike shop opening in 2016 for my friend and he was expecting a crowd to turn up with myself and Alan Cadigan. Four people turned up and two of them turned up to just abuse us. Like, you know, so it was just so reminiscent of everything going around. Wow. What was that like? Like when you think... Uh, yeah, terrible. Like, because like the year itself, like I want, like when you finish a career, we've done a call, Callan came in and spoke to us once, right? And they had lost with Munster in a, in a game that, um, I can't remember which, which campaign it was. And he said to us that how lucky we were that our season was about to start because he'd given his left hand to be at the start of his season again. And he had to wait a full summer to go again. And in 16, that was how I felt for 17. I wanted just to be back in the training field and right the wrongs, you know what I mean? So, like, as a player, you just can't wait to get out there again. And that winter for me was probably the worst because the abuse we were getting, you know, questioning about, like, everyone was about to be dropped and all this stuff. Like, And, and all Kieran did at that stage was he brought Pat Ryan in as coach. Um, and 17, we went down to win Munster again, you know, and challenge and all in semi-finals. So, like, it could be just one little thing like that that could take, you know, it could change in the season currently even. Yeah, the the last thing about this that I'm just interested in is like how close you feel they are, and and I guess this comes down to the change of style, right? Last year they reached an All Ireland final, 
the All Ireland final was obviously a historic performance from Limerick and you'd have to argue like a really bad performance from Cork as well factored into that so it wasn't all just Limerick were amazing it was like Cork did not perform on the day and so they, I guess they went over the winter we're going to have to do something different if we're going to to uh, overcome this you can't do that in one season and they're in the middle of this transition and the transition is breaking down a little bit because players are falling back on old habits like if you're going to have a future with this group you kind of need to commit to them and these are the hard yards that they need to wade through yeah, big time. Like, I look at Kilkenny at the moment, like, and I, I did a thing there last week, and I was saying, like, that how many teams have we ever seen go back to a goalkeeper in Kilkenny under Brian Cody? Like, that never happened. And then, like, they got turned over a couple of times against Galway, but, like, you're doing the right thing by gaining possession. Like, the one thing about Cork is I feel that they're, with the game plan from last year, was they got the ball and they attacked at pace. Like, they were gone. There was numbers overlaps being created. And this year, they're just holding onto that ball for that extra second and maybe hand-passing sideways more laterally than going forward again. So I think that was the biggest change. I don't know why that has come into it, because, as you said, at last year, once dollar in the final, the teams frightened with their goal um, creation. So, you know, I, if, I felt if they'd kicked on with that and continued with that to create, create headaches. But, like, when they're kind of holding on to the ball in the defence, you're allowing opposition to first set up in their defence and second of all to attack you, you know, as in, like, their corner forwards tackling the corner back. So hopefully they'll go a little bit more, you know... Um, forward earlier I'm not I'm not a, like a massive edge of the square driving a ball but like get out of the defence a bit quicker and get to the delivery point around the middle of the field and go back to the car curling with diagonal balls into the corner you know what I mean and that's what the forwards would want as well but like, you're 100% correct if, if this is what they're trying to do they have to stick with them and as, as I just as I said a second ago like Brian Cody has obviously got Paddy Deegan sitting in the defence going backwards on Murphy who can then create the ball course there's going to be mistakes but you have to bear with it and stick with it to get the, to get the good days yeah good stuff Anthony great to have you with us this morning thanks a million that was really great interesting stuff. cheers thanks, it's Anthony Nash there former Cork goalkeeper joining us as part of the Airgrid timing sponsorship launch Airgrid Ireland's grid operator is now in its seventh year as the official timing partner of the GAA um, will Cork sticker twist what do you think I think as you kind of put to him there there's a big case made that they kind of had to stick at this point particularly in the season then it's in the off season what happens next do the management get that extra year of a deal and if there's new management in will they take a, a brush to the whole thing like this is a team that came back from the dead it looked like against Kilkenny in the All-Ireland semi-final last year and got to an All-Ireland final they have great underage talent coming through The if you zoom out of Cork things look good it's just in the, the kind of mire of this season so far and in the championship so far specifically where things just like a complete mess OTB AM with Gillette Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.